Welcome to the film the film sessions podcast. Today we are excited to feature Logan Blinn. Logan, first off, if I butchered your name, please let me know. Good. That was that was good. No, nope. right. All right, cool. And Logan, if you may, would you care to tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, my name is Logan Blinn. I was born and raised in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, currently, I'm a college student, a senior now at the University of St. Francis. I enjoy making art, animations, and just giving people a break from life with what I can do. It's wholehearted, man. That's, that's beautiful. So I, oof, I guess we're going to have some good things to talk about then. So if I may, what inspired you to first get started in filmmaking? If there was a movie, if there was a person, or if there was a moment that got you that got your gears grinding what was it i say the first film that really stuck with me is the iron giant and it's just this i'm superman part and it just always meant the world to me and the idea of bringing something to life that I made to potentially give someone just as much inspiration as that movie gave me means the world. Yeah, Iron Giant is uh, is definitely one of the more impressionable films I'd seen if I were to count my five to 12 year old viewing age as, you know, for that, I, I would say of that age range, it definitely was the Iron Giant for me. So I, I feel you on that one. So what obstacles have you had to endure in your filmmaking journey? What things that you, have you had to do to make sure you kept going? One of the most difficult things to manage, of course, is mental health. And that's definitely one that goes by. And, you know, we always talk about it, but... It is incredibly important. There's many cases of burnout that can slow down the process or just throwing darts at the same board, but you just can't get a bullseye. You know, taking care of yourself, making sure you get proper sleep, making sure you're on a good diet or at least a decent enough one to get you by, talking with people, just making sure you're above there because people are here for you just as much as you are for them. I hear you on that. That's that. Yeah, that's that's that sounds about right, man. Uh, it would be so easy to just like keep doing something when you don't want to do it. And it's to the point where you're now dreading it when you're supposed to love it. So, yeah, yeah that's you're, you, you got that on the nose, man, or rather yeah. on the nail. So it's so easy to fall into. Yeah, it, it is. I feel you on that. So. Tell us about your film, the name, what it's about, what what kind of things you wanted us to think about while seeing it. Yeah, the short film was called Quest for Kindness. Now, in the initial draft of this, it's about a young knight. Uh, we kept him ambiguous so anyone can really connect with him, man, woman, or anything. And really be able to put themselves in the shoes of someone young, impressionable. And this kid wants to be a knight. And they're looking into the castle and they see the royalty, which at this time is what everyone would look up to and see them point at the, the head knight and go, hey, 
there's this beast, we need you to go take care of it. And this young kid who's not even supposed to see it, but they see it and they get inspired. So they go in and they go on this little adventure and they think that they're going to find this big, terrible beast, but looks could be deceiving. You're not supposed to judge a book by its cover or, in this case, wanted poster. Because instead of finding this great beast, Kid Knight finds this big, almost Clifford-like dog. And seeing that, they have to decide between whether or not they want to do what's asked or what's right. And they choose the latter and just go off and have a fun little adventure with their newfound friend. That, that's I feel like that's uh, that's a message that you would think that people do often but actually kind of doesn't oh and, absolutely yeah and it's so it's it's cool to see that it's kind of like a hotter train your dragon type of thing where it's like everyone's telling you you got to do this but then you come across it's like wait I do this yeah so it's always, it's always heartfelt. I definitely feel on that one. That's a heartfelt message, man. Young Kid Knight. It's also a great name if you think about it. Kid Knight. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's just me rambling, but I would assume <laughs> right. that's a that's a great name. <laughs> yeah. um, and it was, of course, a incredible team effort. Uh, I was the leader of a team of four. Oh, Dylan, Ashley, Emily, and John, of course. And we all go in there. And we really worked. We put our backs into it and made what we thought was the best product we could. Hey, man, that's all we can ask out of you, man. So that's that's perfectly fine. Um, what kind of works have you done in your past? Are they all sort of similar thematically or do you like kind of experiment a little or do you have just like this one thing you like to do? And it's just got to be that thing because you love that thing so much. What, what have you done before? I like to experiment. Thus far, I haven't done too many things. As This film was mainly part of a class at St. Francis. It's an animation studio experience where we all get together as groups of people and we work together to really bring something to life and see what we can do as opposed to the usual exercises of, okay, let's go from making a ball bounce to making a character talk for an hour <laughs> okay and it's right. just putting all those fundamentals into practice okay all right and i guess this is the other side of the coin of the same question it do you plan to make more uh films in the future and if so what kinds or are you kind of just like a wait for a wait for an experience or motivation and then i'll get going kind of guy what what is what is your plan for the future for the future, I more than happily intend on making more animated films. Uh, definitely going throughout the process as this has been a real eye-opening experience just to all the different facets of the animation process, how there are different points that you have to go through, different references that need to be used. Like if you don't have something or you don't know how something moves, you got to look at examples. You got to see how it actually moves because animation is just imitation of life on a 2d plane or a 3d plane you just really gotta do that and that's what i want to continue doing i do have a couple of great ideas in the works that i've been brewing up for a while but we'll just have to see how that goes Riptic. oh okay all right okay that's, that's a way to draw an intrigue i like that i like that 
So this is probably the easiest question, but or maybe it's not, depending on the person. Do you have a favorite movie? Is there a movie or a film or animation that's just like alone in your mind or just made you feel some kind of way? Is there, is there anything like that? It's a good one. I'd say my favorite film, though simple as it may be, is still The Iron Giant because that is something... Usually when you think about something, you can think, oh, Into the Spider-Verse, it uses so many different techniques or so many styles to do many things, or it has a great message. But I'd say The Iron Shine is my favorite just because of just how much I've been attached to it, just how long it can't really go too long without thinking about it again. And I think that's what makes it my favorite. Okay, all right. I mean, I kind of saw it coming, but I I just, you know... Still have to ask anyway, just to make sure. <laughs> it's yeah, all so, good. so we can establish it's the Iron Giant. That's the apex, right? Yeah. All right. Fair enough. So you mentioned about having this team that you trust so much. Yes. What are some resources that you would recommend to other filmmakers? If it's not a team of that you trust wholeheartedly, if it's a device or a certain app or a specific piece of technology you would use or even or even a resource in terms of people you rely on people who aren't even part of the crew what is this resource that you would recommend to other people to make sure they have that is essential to a filmmaking process i'd say just a simple excel document it's a <laughs> as simple as that uh, but keeping things in order and making sure uh, we call it a scrum sheet Whereas you have the entire process written down, you assign who needs to do what at what time, and it just streamlines everything and it makes it so much easier to comprehend, you know? It doesn't have to be something as convoluted or as simple as something else. It's just something we've always had and something that we can use to write things down and make sure everyone's accountable and able to see what the next step is. That's... That's certainly been the most simplest yet duh answer I've heard. Like, oh, yeah, like this organization. Exactly. That's you. You hit you hit me on the head again. This is this has certainly (laughs) been one of those interviews. All right. So now that we've done a tangible thing, you could help with other people. What's a piece of advice that we would have for aspiring filmmakers out there? What's something you could apply some sage wisdom to other people to get their gears grinding. I would say the biggest thing is that not everything's going to be right on the first draft. There were many other ideas and a quest for kindness just so happened to be the one that we went for. There were like three other different short films that we had in the idea, but this is just the one we went for. And even then, there was a lot of changing that happened. And even if it's like something you've been thinking on for years, even if you think it's perfect, oh, I've gone over this in my head again and again and again, there's always ways to improve or things that can draw more interest, whether that be with modern or past ties. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Finally. Well, I can't say finally, but... We're nearing the end, so as I'll try to ease these questions for you. First, or penultimate, some exciting things that have happened in your journey. Things that you didn't see coming, 
and genuinely surprised you things that added a bit of a kick to what you otherwise expect to just be a smooth going process or maybe some things that added some spice a challenge and you kind of had to work around it was there anything any surprises that you've had to account for that ended up working in your favor i think the biggest surprise is just how much making backgrounds beforehand can really help you'd usually not really think of backgrounds because that's what their job is they're in the back people don't really pay much attention to them but when you think about the whole process and when i think about it i don't think this film would have even gotten done in time had we not have someone working on it it's just that big of a deal it may seem like something that's so simple to pass up on but if you don't have that background then all you're left with are stick figures standing in a white plane listen uh the guilty pleasure of mine i love stick figure animation i actually do so hey, personally fair. that wouldn't be an issue but what you say does have some merit because setting is almost just as important as the story itself because it kind of sets the vibe right so i that is true but selfishly i will admit if it was just stick figures i'd be totally fine with it but oh, that's no, just no, of me of course that's great <laughs> i mean what people can do with that how fluid they can make those animations whether it be for talking fighting each other or different movements if you put your mind to it you can really make something incredible and that's what's great about the medium of art and animation you don't have to be talented or born with the capabilities to be great it's all just a matter of putting your head to the grindstone and getting something done true that is true as long as you push forward and get the get the results that you desired you'll you'll probably be fine with what you got that's amen to that brother so last question and possibly the easiest um your social media your handles and where can we find your film and other past projects that you have worked on where can we see these things find out what you're going to do in the future what more you're going to submit like where can we find your stuff at well currently i'm working on oh <laughs> uh, currently i'm just working on making my linkedin logan blinn at linkedin better uh outside of that don't have too much <laughs> don't worry about it uh, don't worry about outside it outside of that i don't have very much in terms of an online presence but i'm working on it and then obviously your film is in the film festival yep. so that's going to be one way to see it and then you know in the future when you get those things in order and if you decide to post them on there what not you know you'll get to it right it'll yeah, probably absolutely. be on your portfolio too so don't worry about it there's there's no rush as long as of you course. get what you need to get done and you're comfortable with putting it out there then you've done all you can right yeah that's fair all right man thank you so much for your time you this was an interview that you, you definitely got me feeling more than i did in other interviews don't tell anyone though i'm not sure i'm supposed to say that but uh, <laughs> uh thank you logan for being on the film sessions podcast today it was great having you and hopefully you have a sensational rest of your day man you as well thank you very much for having me